Joining us now, uh, gracing us with his presence here in the studio, is uh, the man who's in charge of stuff to do in Michigan from uh, Travel Michigan. He is Nick Nurban, ladies and gentlemen. Nick Nurban. I love the applause. To thank the studio audience. Thanks for joining us this Yeah, morning. we have bleachers outside the door. I don't know if people know that. And uh, no, it's good to have you. Uh, this is the first, I think. Yeah, it I've is. Never met. Yeah, it's great to be here. And you, the first time I think I've talked to you, where now what are you going to do? Because you're usually skiing someplace. You know, there's still skiing happening out there. And I may head down to Swiss Valley, which is down by the Indiana border. It's way south. I just saw that they made an announcement. We're going to do one last weekend. We're going to get out there. They've got enough snow. They were making snow yesterday. Well, it was cold enough. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I think a lot of folks in, in the southern part of the state, they're going to be having their last couple of weekends. But up north, they've got base on the slopes enough to hopefully be skiing through March. Have you ever seen it like this before? Never. I've never seen a winter like this in my life. It's crazy. Yeah. So you could ski. I said uh, yesterday to a friend of mine, I said, literally this week you could play golf Oh yeah. and then go skiing. Yeah. I mean, probably even at the same place. Snow like, golf. <laughs> like somewhere at Crystal Mountain. I don't know if Crystal's open yet or not, but I've done this in the past when we had a fluke March. This is well after the season's over, but they had enough snow where they stayed open for skiing and they opened the Betsy Valley Golf Course. So we actually went skiing in the morning and then had a nine hole tee time at noon. What do you do? Like fluorescent golf balls? How do you find Oh, them? no. This is this is full on the grass and the course is open. It's all, the snow off the slopes oh has melted, gosh. but the snow on the slopes, because they have so much base, it stays longer. How'd you like to be the grass? groundskeeper though it's gonna be a little sloppy yeah. doesn't it <laughs> oh yeah it's definitely not peak season conditions but the opportunity to ski and golf in the same day is pretty fun well i uh maybe you know i don't know if i mentioned it to you i like to hike i like to camp i like to just I, I, there is nothing to me like a little solace of this time of year especially you hear some birds you know and, mm-hmm. and, and the leaves aren't out on the tree so you see more things i like that it's going to be a sloppy hike maybe but hiking is, uh, this is, we're going to have a good weekend to take a good walk someplace. You know, I don't think it will be too sloppy out there. Really? I, I think with some of the warmer weather we had earlier last week, and then it really did melt most of the snow. And so it cooled off, didn't get a lot of new snow, and now it's warm again. We're going to have temperatures in the 50s and then up into the 60s when we talk yeah. about Sunday. Yeah. I think it, it may be a little damp in places, but this isn't going to be like a muddy, sloppy hike in a lot of places. That'd be a lot of trails that are actually in pretty good condition, I think. Uh, do you have a favorite hiking? Do you hike? First of all, I, I know you I ski like crazy. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely love to get out and hike. Em and I hike all over the state, you know, from the Porcupine Mountains way over by Wisconsin yeah. over to the west part, western uh, shoreline along Lake Michigan over into the central part of the state. A- around Lansing, I love the Sleepy Hollow State Park. Of course, it's your job to go hiking. True. What's my job? I go hiking and skiing. Right. <laughs> Nick Nervin, <laughs> Travel Michigan here is in studio with us today. So Sleepy Hollow, what do you like about it? Well, it's got a bunch of little lakes. It's also got really a neat area where, hey, you can even go fishing. There's an accessible fishing platform there, so you can get out there no matter what your mobility level are. You can get out there and make a cast into the lake, catch a couple of fish, but there's also really neat trails for hiking and biking. I think they might even have horse trails out there. Oh, wow. So it's pretty close to Lansing and it's really easily accessible, but a really beautiful place. Biking. Do you do, do, you do much biking? I do. I have a mountain bike. I don't ride as much as I probably should. I yeah. enjoy 
enjoy it. But yeah. you know what I do? I you know when I worked on Mackinac Island in college, I had an old Schwinn. What did you do? I was a dock porter. It's the best job in the world. I'm telling you, if, if this job you could do an entire show on what a dock porter does. But we greet the guests as they come off the ferry boats, yeah. and we carry their luggage to the hotel on bikes. Yeah, I've seen those guys. Yeah, they have a we have a huge basket on the front, and then we put the suitcases in in a strategically stacked manner with bungees holding them in place. Then we ride down the main street, weaving in and out of the horses and all the tourists, and drop off the bags. Ladies and gentlemen, when you go to Mackinac, all right, when you when you get off the little ferry boat, and the guy comes up with the bike, that could be the future guy who's in charge of, of, of talking about tourism <laughs> yeah, someday, right. right? Think about that. Well, Mackinac Island is such a unique place. No motorized vehicles, oh, of course. Yeah. Most people are familiar with that. But some of these careers and some of these jobs that, that we have when we're college age, like there's nowhere else in the world that has dock porters uh-uh. where you've got people carrying luggage on Schwinn's. Well, I didn't real. I guess I should have realized this because it's commerce. And it's when we went there uh, last fall, I think we were there in the fall. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, to watch the knife guy, you know, the guy, the, 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 what do you call those guys with the anvil and the, the blacksmith guy? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? All right. And I, I'm sitting there and I'm talking to him about how they do what they do and the businesses there on the island. He goes, well, you can start a business. You can have a business out here. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Oh, yeah. Commerce on the island. And I didn't mean to get all just into Mackinac Island, but you can't deny the world would love to come to Mackinac Island, I think, well, there's and a, maybe start a business. There's a built-in customer base. I mean, there's nearly well, a million visitors each year there, and you know, on peak season from mid-June to really Labor Day, you're talking about thousands and thousands per hour at some points. Yeah. You know, so like the downtown t-shirt shops and fudge shops and restaurants and bars, like yeah, they have a built-in customer base. But I have friends who have businesses up there. I have a friend who's a has a wedding photography business. I have a friend who has a pub right on Main Street. I probably went to his place. Yeah. <laughs> and so there are a lot of folks that do. They really want to live on Mackin Island for that lifestyle, which yeah. is, you know, it's so, you know, slower paced. You know, you get to know the, the community really well. So it's a, it's a wonderful place. But, you know, starting a business isn't easy. Like to try and get goods and supplies there, you have to ship them over by boat. Yeah, come on. It's a whole different le- level of business. And, and we talked about business on here before, now you and I, but I, I, I'm a huge fan. I just love entrepreneurs and just getting mm-hmm. into their head and stuff. And a lot of people will start a business and think, okay, now I'm good. Can I take a vacation? No, you kind of <laughs> live where you work. Speaking of Mackinac um, and the Grand Hotel, mm-hmm. they were do. Maybe you know about this. Maybe you're the 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 rocking chairs and stuff they yes. were selling. Yeah. What do we know about that? Because I want to get one for one thing. I reached out to him, but I didn't hear back from him because they said there's no way I'm coming on your show. Probably. Oh, really? Well, it's too bad because <laughs> I think they should. But you know, the rocking chairs—they're kind of iconic on the porch, the world's longest porch, yeah. and it overlooks the Straits of Mackinac. And you go up there, you get yourself a little glass of bubbly, you know, maybe oh. a little pour of bourbon. You sit there and enjoy the view of the Straits of Mackinac. Beautiful place to be. So these rocking chairs—they want to. Make sure that if people who are really connected to the hotel, there's there are folks who come every year. There are some people that live out of state. They, they dream of coming, but they won't be able to do it. Maybe they can purchase a little piece of Grand Hotel history and get themselves a rocking chair. Do you know? Do they have any left? Are they? I don't know what the status is. They're fairly cheap. I mean, when you think about the iconic chairs, the front of the Grand Hotel, it's like 300 bucks for a rocking chair. Yeah, I know. I'd I've seen that. where like ski areas have sold have sold lift chairs from their chairlift when oh, they replace cool. it to a new lift. This is kind of a similar situation where if you can say, look, I've sat 
on the porch. I'm not sure if this is the exact chair I've sat in, right. but I've got a piece of Grand Hotel right here in my house or on my deck. Think about the famous butts that have been in those chairs. <laughs> I know. Come on. You're not kidding either. Uh, who were the people in that movie? Uh, Somewhere in Time? Yes. Christopher uh, Reeve. Yeah. It the lady, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I threw a curveball to you, and I can't think of it. I... I Oh, I can picture very, her face. Very sorry that I have anyway, no idea. That's pretty sad. I was sad. smitten with her back in those days. And I've, oh man, just think she probably sat in one of those chairs. Well, and you could come up with a whole story saying, yeah, that's the chair she sat in. Who's going to know? Let me give you a fun fact, Mike. My college roommate played Little Arthur in that <sighs> film in Somewhere in Time. Yeah. I'm renting it this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Honey, when, Little Arthur. When Chris Reeve goes back in time and yeah. he sees Arthur playing with the ball in the lobby, that's my college roommate. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, he still goes to don't the Somewhere in Time weekend. I was going to say, don't yep. they have a whole weekend up At there? At the end of that? October every year, they do the Somewhere in Time weekend. Everybody dresses up in period costumes, and Sean is there. You know, uh, it, just to wrap up, and I, I don't want to spend the whole time on Mackinac, but we could. Uh, sure, always. We should do this conversation on location sometime. That'd be fun. Come on. Let's do it. Um, but you texted me when I could get texts. <laughs> About going to the beach. You're not serious going to the beach this weekend. Well, I'm telling you, like I'm, I may not be taking a swim quite yet, but when it comes to getting out to the beach, there's so many beautiful lakeshore beaches. I mean, Please. if you're talking about from downtown Lansing, you can be at the beach in like 90 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a nice, easy, quick drive, and you can get to places like Hoffmaster State Park or Grand Haven or Holland, all Silver these beautiful beach. Lake Michigan communities that have wonderful downtowns, great restaurants. You may even find a patio open to have a, a lunch or a sandwich which or something. I'm serious. Well, yeah, Grand Haven has got that that view. Well, I mean, they all have the view. We used to live in St. Joseph. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, great downtown, too. But here's the thing. I lived like a block from downtown. Do you think I ever went to Silver Beach? Twice. Oh, that's crazy. Because <laughs> when it's there, you go, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. And then you never go. I know. Uh, well, tomorrow's every- the day to get outside. Oh, no, come and, on. Whether you're hiking locally or going over to the beach. I, I, we're going to take our dog, Bubby, out for a little hike. Bubby. Yeah. What's Bubby? I call him Bubs. He's he's a uh, Dachshund Terrier mix. He's a little 15-pound dude, <laughs> and he loves to hike. He loves to get out and walk and explore. So no, can gonna... you just let him go, and he'll come back to you? Uh, we usually I have to respect the that. leash laws. You know, yeah, like yeah. If, if you have to have him on a leash, but he will. Yeah, if, we, if we're in an area where, where we can let him off leash, yeah, he, he doesn't go. He doesn't range too far. I like it. I he got, likes I, to chase squirrels and whatever, but uh, he'll yeah. come well, back. Who doesn't, really? I know. <laughs> I do myself. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, uh, and now that you're a dog guy, I, I get it. When Nick Nurbin is with us, ladies and gentlemen, in uh, Travel, Michigan, we're talking about stuff to do this weekend. Uh, whether you're in town, out of town, whatever. As you know, we're dog people. Um, I want to find a spot where there's a big, it's got to be fenced in. Yep. It's got to be safe. I don't want a lot of other dogs around. Where can I let them just run and go crazy? We Man. got a Bernice Mountain Dog who you never met. That is an insane... It's like a bear. Yeah, right. They where, are. Where can I take them? Well, you know, my sister lives down in Ann Arbor. She's got a very active golden retriever named huh? Lucy. Who, okay. She loves to do the chuck it. You, know, you throw the ball with the, the big plastic thing. And they go to a local school because the schools are fenced in, right? Okay. So you can go through the gate at the school in Ann Arbor, and the dog can run off leash. There's no kids around because it's on a weekend, and you get the place to yourself. So that's what I would advise. I mean, th- when you have Call the dog- school and get permission, I would think. Yeah, well, I'm, you don't even have to. It's public. You should be able to go over there oh, with your true. dog. I pay but, my taxes. Yeah, right. Well, I think when it comes to dog parks, it's a, it's a very popular activity as well. But when it comes to that 
other dogs. There should usually be other dogs there. So if you want a place to yourself, look for a local neighborhood school. And bring your pooper scooper. Always be respectful and make sure you clean up after the pups. <laughs> a yep. little bag and all of that. All right. Nick Nurman, you know what? I We need to do this more often in the studio. Uh, and I agree. You, next time you bring donuts, hey, okay. I think that'll be kind of fun. <laughs> but no, I, I this is kind of nice. Uh, and it's going to be a gorgeous weekend. If you don't get out this weekend, yeah, you need some me time. I was telling Schmelz that uh, from Fox News Radio, he is so busy in Congress and all of that, and all the garbage that's going on. I said, man, you need some me time. Right. You need to get out and uh, and go have fun. All right, listen, we're going to let you go because I know you got a lot bigger names to talk to, and you got to hit the ropes, but. Thank you for coming by. We appreciate it. Great to be here. Thanks, Mike. 1320 WILS, Mike Austin, with your morning wake up.